0: Okay, guys, we are back with a third podcast. Our, our review of the Power of One. Uh, to start off, anybody have anything to say about the pages we read?
1: I think this might have been the most uh, exciting section by far, especially with all the boxing and everything going on in the prison.
2: Yeah, I think PK grew a lot in these pages, and a lot's
3: going on that's gonna give him a lot of hope in the future. I think it was like very descriptive and very fulfilling to see like how PK PK goes from like age. 9 through uh, 11, and how you guys like to fight and uh, win all these tournaments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so I'm discussion leader, and my first question is, what do you guys think the Wolves are that Doc keeps hearing? Because we've been hearing about them a lot, so what do you think they are?
1: Um, I mean, I'm guessing that quite literally, they're probably just wolves. I mean, the prison is probably far out from the city, and you know, there's coyotes and all types of animals. So yeah,
0: but he's the only one who hears them. PK can't hear him, and he, nobody else can hear him.
1: And I think that maybe he's just getting old. Maybe he's hearing things. Yeah. But then again, PK's not staying overnight, mm-hmm. so it might be different for Doc. I I don't know. I found it kind
2: of literal. I didn't think it was really anything special. I thought mm-hmm. it was probably animals. He is getting older, like he said.
1: Mm.
3: I don't know. Yeah I thought th- those were like animals too because like honestly I didn't like think of any, anything I just like thought they were like wolves or sometimes they're like wolves are symbolized like like together animals like they say like in packs so it might be like getting closer to something like foreshadowing in some kind of way, but I don't like mm-hmm. anything up over
0: it.
2: Yeah. Should we go in our quotes
3: and stuff?
0: Uh, before yeah. We get into the questions? yeah, I just wanted to start that one off because I was like really confused because I'm like, I keep hearing about this, does yeah. it like mean something else or?
2: Yeah, so this week I was Diction Detective and I found four quotes that I thought were really significant and meaningful. The first was on page 223, uh, it was by PK. With some 40 kids of my own age, I was now undisputed leader. A situation I must confess I found to my liking. Being somebody after being nobody for so long was a heady heady experience, but I also found it on occasion a bit onerous. Uh, I just thought this quote was pretty cool because it shows how much he's come starting back at the school, the boarding school, how he was alone there, no one liked him, and now he's a leader of a lot of the kids like the people that used to bully him. The second quote I found was on page 227. When a man knows someone cares, he keeps some small place, the corner maybe of his soul, clean and lit. Uh, I think this this is very applicable to PK's life because he always finds something to hold on to, no matter it be a chicken or a friend, namely right now it's Doc or boxing. He just finds something that he cares about or someone that cares about him, and he uses that to find hope. And then my third quote was, I suddenly felt like as though I was going to float away. It was a wonderful feeling. It was the power of one stirring in me. I think this just shows how boxing, because this is right after he wins his boxing fight, how much boxing can give him to look forward to and help him find happiness. And then the last quote I found, which I think was the most meaningful quote I've seen in this whole book, was only Doc, Gert, Gilpiet, and I were left when Lieutenant Smith stepped back into the picture. The photograph captured the exact moment when I understood with conviction that racism is a primary force of evil designed to destroy a good man. Uh, I just thought this was incredibly meaningful coming from someone as young as him just to showcase how much racism there is in the book, especially stuff that we didn't even know about because I personally didn't really know about racism in Africa that much. Uh,
1: Did you guys think anything of these quotes? Um, I think maybe your first one. Um, could you repeat that yeah. part of
2: it? With some forty kids of my own age, I was now undisputed leader. A situation I must confess if I found to my liking.
1: I think that is a huge quote. It shows a huge one eighty. He's gone from you know the bottom. He's literally being tortured by these stormtroopers, yeah. and now he's come up and zero to zero. Exactly, and he's living
3: kind of how he wants to, and he's making his own destiny. Yeah. I think that I thought about that quote is like is that after like how he fights the two kids that like beg him to like uh, uh, it's like hey you're not gonna do this you're not gonna do this they're like basically like taunting him and like saying that he's not worth uh, worth anything like anything valuable and he's like hey I am my own person I can do whatever I want to do and you're not gonna be the boss of me or uh, tell me what to do Mm -hmm. with my life so that's what I thought of it
0: yeah I like that last quote in particular in particular, because it, like, as you said, shed a light on the racism in Africa, which I didn't think was that big, but apparently it was, so...
1: Mm Rafa, do you want to take it away now? No, I can go. Alrighty. Um, So, this is a beautiful picture. What do you guys think this scene is? Uh, Looks like Doc and PK leaving the prison. You Mm -hmm. got it, exactly. Now, I chose to illustrate this because of how... Big of a deal it is for PK I mean he 's gone from the prison uh, for like four years. I thought it says four since years. doc um, would be released, and showing that PK has been going there, this has been a lot of his life yeah he 's been going to school he 's been going to his mom 's uh, Sunday worship services, but school's not challenging him he doesn 't believe in this guy that his mom keeps telling us about he thinks
0: it's just a normal guy so
1: exactly, so this is where his life resides, and his life is going to completely change once um doc leaves the prison and yeah he'll still he'll still go there for boxing but he's gonna have to live part of his life somewhere else too
2: yeah
3: i have a question is that prison like a little like place to like hang around because like he's going over there like to box and he's visiting doc in the in the mornings and then after school and then he starts like a little uh black market over there smuggler yeah so well with the doc thing they actually treat doc Quite
2: well there because he's he's just there because he's I think a German. just because he's uh, he's German exactly German. and they like they treat him with respect they want him to, they let him play piano and teach but it kind of just seemed to me like it's pretty open especially if
1: you're a trustworthy person yeah like, and just like they said to PK I think in the last segment you can come and go anytime you want except Sundays and so I think that um, this really wouldn't be the case for anyone else especially if they were not white it would be very different but because. Uh, Doc is why, and so is PK. I think they're just kind of letting them have free reign. Which turns out to be a mistake with this whole smuggling business. Yeah, but. exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. whatever. Which she never gets caught. Oh, well, caught yeah. anyway. But it was very surprising. Mm-hmm. But well, for my part, as the bridge builder, I had uh, two things. First, I had like a little poem, which is called the Bridge of Love, and I chose this poem because of like how uh, PK's like teacher. Uh, like treats him and when he dies he he like sobs over the body and like cries about it. And then uh, uh I've annotated some uh parts that I thought were like really good. Like uh, one of the parts was like precious moments that I will always say with us, like trying to like say even though he's gone he's still, like gonna be like one of the major people that like taught him how to fight so and Gil obviously right. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, there's a the bridge of memories from earth to heaven above. It's like saying, remembering all the things uh he has done, and like trying to like, like consider them, and then uh make making them like be like your model, and trying to like achieve them, mm-hmm. like setting a goal for yourself, and then, and then that last one uh that last uh annotation for that quote. For that poem would be it's the bridge that we call love. It's like he had so much like love and like respect for that person that uh, he sh- he's uh, sh- striving to do better and like make something of himself to like be uh to be like uh, so uh, his teacher would be like proud of him. And then uh, I chose an article uh, called "Never Giving Up," and uh, I chose this article like seeing how like in the last round of fighting how there was a big kid and uh, it reminded me of like our first segment where he was like uh, how Adam was like the David and Goliath and one of the quotes was like yeah. oh, awesome. uh, keep trying and pushing and struggling uh, and I said for that uh, little segment of my annotations like that was like P uh, PK's like whole life and the other one was like uh not uh knowing what your goal is or why you do it to achieve it and uh for, like most of PK's life like he didn't like really know what his like goal or like his idea was he always like tried to camouflage himself and then some of my like uh other like annotations were like like uh try not uh, I will try some people like try to discourage you uh, in the name of God, uh, they'll like stop. Uh, they'll try to stop you, or like they'll probably say no to you. And uh, but you'll o- always have to like go on and uh, stuff like that. So that was like my two things that I like really liked reading outside outside of the book.
1: Yeah, I, I think those are very powerful in, uh, things in this book. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Really good job on bridge building. So, discussion leader, question two. Uh, So, towards the beginning of the pages we were reading, uh, Doc does his big performance, the first big performance in, like, what is it, 16 years? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So, So why do you think Doc was able to overcome his fear of performing? Was it because of the whiskey or whatever he drank before, or was it because PK was there with him?
2: I think it was PK, uh, just because he's been able to... They found so much comfort with each other, and they've really been able to become themselves again. And you can just see how happy Doc is when PK's around, especially after PK wins boxing. Mm-hmm. I think Doc says absolutely like eight times. Yes. PK says it's the most absolutaling he's ever heard in his life. So I just think they really find joy and
3: peace with each other and confidence. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of PK, because like, uh, throughout like the, uh, like the year that they've known each other, they have like so much... Emotional bonding they like they're like the best friends that anyone could like have because they're like constantly with each other and having like some emotional support f- with each other that uh, they're like they're very comfortable to talk about anything with each other and then um, that's what I think gets them like going and like makes them like perform
1: yeah i uh, I think that um I did it mentioned there that the crowd was like trying to fight the prison or something. There's stuff going on in the background, too. And he had whiskey, and he had PK. I think those three things definitely gave him it. I think just PK alone could have also given him that. But um, in the scenario that it set out for us, I think it was really a combination of things that gave him the will to play. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think it was PK, too, because of, like, they have basically a father and son relationship right now. And I think... Um, he just wanted to make PK proud of him, so he was able to perform well, is what I think, anyway.
1: I think it's a very good point to make. Their relationship has really evolved over these hundred pages.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, is PK correct when he says that prisoners with the longer sentences are the real people that control the prison? Uh,
2: I think I think that really makes sense, because they get a longer time to make an impact, and they have a longer time to feel everything out, make friends make connections especially like gil he doesn't do anything very abruptly he has everything planned out Mm -hmm. i think there is at one point in the book when they're i think they're practicing in the gym for boxing where he says he walks in the gym and he saw him and he said i wonder why he walked in like that because if he wanted to he can walk in without being seen he'll adjust his angle or whatever so i just think he has everything planned out because he's been there so long and i think when you're there so long you make so many friends and discover so many new things
1: I mean, I think uh, that—I mean, definitely the warders have some control, but um, it's like this was the second form of, like, ruling and having, like, the newer prisoners coming in, you know, kind of, like, settle down, like, don't create disturbances because then, like, everyone's going to suffer. I think this definitely—especially in how he describes it in the prison life, um, where uh, in the book, I think it really is these older prisoners who've been there for longer, who know what's going on, who know how to— you know, get around to things, not to get beat up by guards who really are controlling a lot of things. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
3: for that question, I think, like, uh, uh, most, like, they, the people that are longer in there, that they honestly like, have, like, more power because they have, they have like, more connections. But also, like, uh, the guards, like, get, get to go home and see their families, and they don't. They, they, they just have, like, the, that time to, like, plan everything through. Uh, see what they want to do for tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day after that while the guys just uh, get there Like work their shift 12 hour shift and then go home and then like forget about it while the prisoners are just there and like Constantly thinking about what they're gonna do.
0: hmm Yeah, I think uh, PK is correct in this statement anyway for this this prison in particular because of like the guards they're always changing and like Gil Piet uh, even knew when the guard was coming when he was talking to um Doc and PK during their piano practice. Um he dropped to the floor five sec and started pretend to cleaning pretend to be cleaning five seconds before the guard even showed up. Mm-hmm. So I mean that you gotta know the uh the rotations of the guards pretty well in order to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I was was kind of freaky on the f- Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so when PK talks about the prison system, he says that morality was suspended. Do you think this is true in most, if not all, prisons or not?
1: This is really a tough one. Um, I think when it says, in South Africa during apartheid, these guards are just beating these people. And um, I mean, even when, I think it was Lieutenant Borman who killed GLP, Um, He he just beat him and tortured him really to death. Um, That would definitely, morality would be completely suspended. But, I mean, our prisons today in America, I mean, I think it's a lot different. There's not guards just beating up on prisoners. And so I think that during this time, yeah, most prisons might have been like this. But I think as we look into more modern times, I think morality has more of a hold in the prisons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think
2: that it's a lot stricter nowadays just because everything's videoed. And like these wardens and everyone working there is held accountable for their actions. Like obviously now that when this was book was made, uh, the ju- the prisoners were obviously beaten up a lot just because the wardens weren't held accountable. So I just think nowadays
3: everything's different.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I think that uh, back in the day, I think that the like, the guards could do whatever they wanted because like they had like. All the power that they needed and still could get get away with it, but like nowadays, there's like so many cameras and then so many things that the guards, they're like recording for like footage and for like evidence that people like, uh, like the guards can't do what they want or like, uh, do, or like beat up prisoners. So I don't. I think that there's like some morality, but then there's also like a consequence to it. It's like if you do something today, uh. If you like beat up a prisoner today and not get away with it, you're probably gonna go for jail. Go to jail. But then back in the day, since they had no cameras, they could like beat up a prisoner and not go to jail because there is like no evidence, and then they wouldn't count like the prisoner's like uh, Testification like to it, and so there would be like literally, literally no evidence. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Can oh, I just? Yeah. Go ahead. I think there's also, because there was so much racism back then, especially in South Africa during apartheid, I think that a lot, I mean, there is racism in America, but I think a lot of that, especially like in prison systems, has abated a little bit, so I think we're looking at a very different situation.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just also want to put in the fact that uh, I think it's just generally like a widely accepted idea that, hey, you can beat the prisoners just because.
2: Especially the ones that are racially different than you.
0: Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, now I think we've gotten a lot better. I mean, not just a lot, but like tons and tons better. Huge, steps. Huge steps. Anyway, so when PK fights Snotnose the second time, he does the Sailor's Salute or the Liverpool Kiss.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, To him, do you think that this move would work if they had a fight in modern day time?
2: I mean, I think it'd work. It's just a headbutt. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Yeah,
0: but like nobody saw it. Like, do you think he... I mean... It like, wasn't a it was just a street fight, wasn't it? Was yeah, the
1: kids surrounding them yeah, I mean mm-hmm. yeah they, I mean this was actually one of my more favorite scenes during this chapter I mean he I mean, <clears throat> it's not coming you know he's kind of trying to be a bull PK thing he can to beat him up. PK just absolutely clobbers this guy, lays him out on the dirt, and i mean <clears throat> I, I'm not I never headbutted someone like to hurt them, but like I would think that would really hurt, but I mean, I think today I'm
2: pretty sure it would still work yeah I, I mean, I don't think much has changed in the street fighting scene. I mean, if it was a real fight, obviously, I think it would be more detectable. But with a street fight like this, I think it would still go unseen, especially with how well PK executes it. I exactly. think it would definitely work. Yeah,
3: like, so, yeah. 100%, I think if someone had a fight, it would, like, literally get the living life out of them and break them up. <laughs> I, yeah. I was laughing so hard when... Yeah, uh,
0: Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. but um, Yeah. Going back a few pages before that, if you were PK, would you accept the fight from the two English kids? Like, if you still had all of PK's skills, would you still accept it?
2: I think at a point you have to, because he was like trying to say no for a while, and those boys just kept badgering him, and he finally talked to Gil, and he's like, you have to do it.
1: And then I think he might have been talking to Doc about it. Doc's like, you know what? Go up to them and be like, no, like, I don't want to fight. Like, no, yeah. it's okay. And let them badger you for a while. And then say, yeah, okay, like I guess I can do it, but act scared. And then go out there and kick, them, kick their butts, you know? Yeah, he,
2: took the old, he took the bigger kid, too. They found that pretty funny. They're like, oh, you're going to take the bigger one of us? You're going to get beat. And mm-hmm. then... All of a sudden, out
1: of nowhere, he's just getting rocked. Yeah, exactly. Just this little kid beating up on these older kids who were really, like, bullying him. And he's just like, there you go. That's where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, I got, like, a lot of if you were questions. I have three more of them. So, if you were PK, would you smuggle mail in and out of the prison? I honestly...
2: Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's a very, like, mm, like, human human thing to do.
0: Like... Try to help out the people. Yeah, inside. he's trying to help humane, out the people in there.
2: Yeah, humane, that's the word I was looking for. And he's just, he sees these people and a lot of people think of them as like, animals. criminals, animals, not human, and he sees that they all still have families, they all need to help their family, they can try to get money with them, and
1: I just think it's super nice of him to do something. Yeah, I mean, um, he he put himself on the line for these people to write letters to their families. I, I, I don't know if I would really do it just no. to like Take you know maybe my life into the hands of saying yeah you can write to your families but PK he has such a moral standard and he has all these people guiding him he has, you know his grandpa Doc uh, 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 what's the thing uh, Peel, or whatever his name is Gilp yeah Gilp um, yeah. 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 I, I guess his mother um, trying to lead They're him not on the straight nice. and narrow and so I think he sees these people as real human beings. Who deserve as many rights as he has, and he really extends himself out for them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I think I would. Try to. I would try to do it, but I, being me, I'd probably get caught easily. <laughs> so.
2: If he didn't have like Doc and people with him, I think he would get yeah. caught too. Because there's the yes. times that the lieutenant walks in when he's has his piano lesson, and Doc just stands up to him.
3: Yes. Yeah. He's just like yeah, I, mean. I got, I got music in here, buddy. Yes. Mm-hmm. you can look. Stand up. Nice. Jeez. I think like. Uh, See, I think it was like very kind of him because like he even started like a little uh uh like place to get like don for like donation of clothes and like food and like it's like very kind of him because like
0: Pearl of Sandwich for the poor. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because like That's like getting like food, uh like
0: clothes. Like foods. getting
3: food, clothes and like how these poor families don't even have like anything like to uh to afford anything and uh, while they're getting like uh, nothing and spending two shillings like three days of food and like sending the to and mail to the loved ones that, at the present I think uh, it's like very like courageous of them to do it and that still not get caught.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah so yeah I agree with all I agree with that a ton but uh, after waiting so long to box PK was overwhelmed with excitement how would you react? if you were pk
1: oh boy i mean i I mean just from playing football and my experience with sports and stuff the adrenaline it's amazing i mean you wait you practice you train and he's been training for years years. i I train over a summer and i can't wait and the adrenaline was pumping through him i mean he's got to be on a new high i can't imagine how excited
2: he would be because it was pretty unexpected too what's his name snot nose whatever his snot nose, name is. Yeah. he got sick with the yellow fever jaundice yeah. yeah and I don't know I just think that after training for that long especially every day 5.30 5am 5 um,
1: just about that
2: yeah and just training every day working that long for a day like that I just think it he would be overjoyed mm-hmm. which he
3: is mm-hmm. for me I think it was like a milestone for him because he every day for, uh, for two years has been going every single day at 5.30 uh I'm getting uh, trained in every like physical uh, and mental way, and trying to get like throw the med ball over uh, the the guy's head, and then and when he hears like that he's going to the tournament, he's like I can't believe my ears that I'm going to this tournament. This is gonna be so exciting. And then when he gets there, he's like, oh boy, what have I done? And he's trying to like get. I like, get all his adrenaline like like back and he's like so scared but when he like gets back in gets in like his first fight he's like, Yep, I can do this and like dodges like every single like yeah. blow. <clears throat> so I think uh, it was like
2: worth the while. I think yeah. it was pretty heartwarming to see him get his boxing shoes too. Just to say that oh yeah that, yeah, a, yeah, that was that a that was a uh, good part.
0: I I would probably have to ask a few times, like, are you serious? <laughs> because after waiting for three years I probably wouldn't have believed it. But uh, after, like, all this, like, big boxing tournament, they take a picture with everybody. Yeah. If you were PK and you were taking the picture with Gil Piet and everybody started leaving, would you speak up or remain silent?
1: Um, I don't think I would speak up. I think I would just stay in the picture and lead by example. I don't think I would actually say anything. Yeah, I think that just staying in the picture. I think I had a quote about that,
2: about the racism of that. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think I would just try to stay in the picture Cause he, he's not really an authority figure in the boxing community yet.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I would just, I would also just bleed by example and stay in the picture too. What about you, Father? I
3: think, yeah, I think I would stay in the picture, but I also have like that, um, that kind of like, I don't know, like stubbornness, like to get everyone in, because like even though like Gopia is like has like more of, like a different color, like in that story, uh, I think that uh, like everyone should stay with him because like. He's, like, a coach that is, like, coaching everyone, but he's, like, uh, coaching uh, PK even more, so I think that everyone should be there because he's, like, coaching everyone, and he's, like, coach, so. Uh, yeah, I, I have
1: just one question about this. Um. So um, PK's mom uh, gave him permission to go box, and I was really surprised by this because she doesn't let him do nearly anything. And yeah. boxing is like very, uh, it's a very violent sport. It is. Yes, and so, um, did that guy? Did that surprise you guys, or was that just me? Uh, I think it was. Didn't his grandpa
2: talk to her? Yeah, his grandpa kind of talked and her into it. And she yeah, said she yeah. prayed about it and didn't get any special directions mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And he God's helping PK. I
0: out. I kind of found it weird that they hate Catholics, but yeah. Yeah. They
2: like all religions except for Catholics.
0: Yeah, they true. they said Catholic is the devil's religion. It is so what they said. Even yeah. though they, even though their ancestors were Catholics, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very uh, any other concluding thoughts or? I don't know. I'm oh. Excited
1: oh. to read for the 16th.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Is that it concludes. Thursday? It was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. That concludes this review. Thank you for coming and have fun reading. See you next time.